Yeah, appreciate the, the opportunity. Uh, it's not an easy pill to swallow, I, I can say. But uh, we, we pray that uh, you will be encouraged uh, with, with our, our life's testimony. We, uh, we have a great deal to talk about, and uh, a lot of things have occurred in, in our life. Uh, we won't be able to touch uh, all of the details. We're going to try to hit the high points, but uh, as, as we know and uh, as you know that, you know, all things are possible, you know, through those that love the Lord. And as the uh, pastor uh, shared this morning, you know, just realizing that God really does love us, you know, and it, it's, uh, it's, it's by by. God's grace that, that we can be here today and that, uh, you know, with the prayer of the saints of, uh, of the church that, uh, that is here at North Belt that we are grateful for as well. And um, we, we thank you. I'll, uh, I'll start off with a little bit of my life and the uh, way I was brought up. And then uh, Adrian can, uh, can, can follow up. Uh, she's, uh, she's a great deal better with words than I am. So... If you'll just, uh, just uh, I guess, uh, join us in prayer and, and let, us, uh, let, let us be led by, by God. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, as we come uh, this uh, afternoon, this day, Lord, uh, like uh, so many times before in prayer, Lord, and asking you for your guidance, Lord, and uh, also, Lord, that uh, it may be a blessing to others, Lord God, but what, uh, not what we have to say, Lord, but what they hear that is... Uh, what is most important, Lord, that uh, you would be glorified in, in all and in everything that is spoken from here, Lord. We thank you, Lord, and we ask and we pray, Lord, in the name above all other names, Lord, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, I, uh, I was first-generation immigrant uh, born in Mexico uh, to a family of uh, Ten siblings. I was number six. Uh, my father started coming to this country in the early 40s, uh, working here and returning back to Mexico uh, for the weekends and, and what have you. And uh, at an early age, uh, my mother, uh, at the age of 15, they married my father with my mother. And uh, not having a great deal of education, uh, she didn't have the abilities or able to read at all, if you can believe that. But uh, she learned how to read, Pastor, by, by reading the Word of God, uh, attending church, uh, just following, following. A funny story that one time we asked her mom, uh, can you help us read this? And, and, and it was in Spanish, and that's, how, that's what she learned. And she goes, oh, no, I can't read that. I go, Mom, but, but, but you read, you know. Yeah, but I can only read the Bible. That's all I can read. I go, okay. <laughs> that's, that, that's, you know, another, you know, that we, we really, uh, my mother being, being uh, brought up in the Pentecostal church with her and, and doing what we do there, uh, we <laughs> did that. And then also, you know, well, I'm, where I'm going with this is that at the age of 16, everybody got baptized in the, in, in the church. When you turned 16, that was the something that you did. So I did that. I go, okay, great. But, you know, at a year prior to 
to that, I lost my father. I was 15 when we lost him to cancer. Uh, I remember visiting him in, in the hospital just a couple of times, three times, I think. Uh, we were very blessed to hear, to, to know after he had passed, that, uh, that our pastor then led him to the Lord on his deathbed. So we will see our father again and all those that are in the church, in my family. So we're blessed, blessed in that area. I'm supposed to be following some notes. Uh, my mother, not, not, uh, not, not, not only did she was faithful to the church and, and brought the family there, she was a prayer warrior. I mean, to, to, to exactly that. And on a side note, Pastor Rod Poole, Pat, Pastor Rod Poole, brother. brother Rod Poole, <laughs> prayer warrior. I have called him not once, not twice, but many times, brother. This is what we need oh, immediately: prayer, prayer. So, on a side note, brother Rod Poole needs our prayers, and we lift him up in prayer always. So, uh, as we continue with this, where am I at here? Uh, okay, 15, yeah, yeah, yeah. So baptized at 16. And, uh, you know, when, when we lost our father, when I lost my father, being brought up in the Pentecostal church and, and God's love and everything, I had issues with that, attending church with a loving God. How, how, how do you explain that to your to to anyone? or to Because at that time, we had four siblings, four younger than I was. I was 15, and God is a loving God. At, that, at the age of 15, he takes my father. So that's very difficult for me at that time. And it takes me five more years to realize that, who am I? I'm, why, why am I like asking God, why did you take my father? It's not for me to ask. Again, book of Job. And at the age of 21 is when, when I realized that God really does love me. So I rededicate my life at the age of 21. And yes, I received Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior then. And we, we moved forward. And shortly thereafter, I meet Adriana, who is my wife at this time. And uh, for that, I see and, and going, going through the motions, I meet, I meet this young lady and, and I see Jesus in her. I see her just sold out for Jesus. Just, just everything that, that, that someone is looking in, in the better half, in my opinion always, uh, is like, wow. You know, uh, she, she, I was 25 at the time. And for five years, we, we, we continue to be best friends and, and this is when, when I meet her, I see Jesus in her. I, I see all these things that, that I just fell in love with her, knowing that, wow, these are, these are things that, that, that I, un, unbeknown to me, that God loved me this much that, you know, he would send this young lady and, and that, like, she would win my heart. I go, wow. I was just at, a, at, at an awe with, 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 with God, and, and I just... Uh, Thank the Lord for that. You know, uh, at coming up on February the 14th, 
I asked her, I got on my knees, I had, we had a party, I had video going saying, uh, asking her like, would you make me the happiest man in the world presenting her an engagement ring, right? Like a lot of people there, how could she say no, right? <laughs> so, so, so I was blessed that uh, she did accept that and uh, I was, uh, and then it's, it's, been, it's been a wonderful task. That's a real short, uh, just real, real short deal on, on, on my life and how I came about being a Christian, rededicating my life, and, and, then, and then God brings Adriana in my life. And then since then, uh, it, it's been a difficult task, but and like everything else, every, everyone has, uh, I guess, things that they struggle with and, and what have you, right? And, and, and everybody is different in a different manner. But uh, I was just uh, blessed to, to know Adriana, and uh, I think uh, my time is up. And, uh, she can, she can, she's got a great deal to say. <laughs> Not better, just more words. Well, thank you for the opportunity. We thank the Lord for, for you and for allowing us the privilege to, to share what the Lord has done in our lives. And my story is that I was born in Mexico City in 1966. I was second of four children to Raul and Margarita Vega. My father was a professional boxer for 13 years, and my mother suffered for many years to my, due to my father's infidelity, to the point that she didn't want to live anymore. And that brought us to the States because of separation, because of that issue. Um, we, we lived well economically there because of my father had businesses, but we suffered a lot when we saw my mother cry so much. So that was 11 when, I, when we came to the States. And then after two months of separation, my father came to reconcile with my mother and to try to make new life in the United States. But it was not until they were both safe that they, the new life really began. My mother endured much pain and suffering, and I said I would never go through that, through that torment. But I thank God that there was no divorce in my parents' marriage, and my children could go to their grandparents' house. Their marriage was transformed when they took, became a Christian. My father died of cancer at the age of 72, and my mother cared for him until the last moment at the end. The two were completely surrendered to the Lord and they loved each other so much. They, they were like newlyweds, something extraordinarily beautiful. Only God could have done that miracle in the relationship. My mother has always been like an angel to me and her example has been invaluable to the whole family. I was the first to, um, in my family to receive Jesus as my savior at the age of 19. In my speech class at San Jacinto College, we had the topic talking about uh, our hero or best friend. And there was a young man that, that was talking about how Jesus was his best friend. And he explained first, I mean, he explained all the things that he would talk to his best friend. At the end, he said it was Jesus that said, well, I want, I want Jesus to be my best friend, but I didn't know how that could happen. And at the same time, uh, the, uh, like um, the same semester, somebody came to me and shared with me the four spiritual laws and how I could become saved. And so I, 
I had asked me, are you sure that you die when you died? If you die tonight, you go to heaven. I said, no, I know that I would not go to heaven because I knew the sin that separated me from God. I knew that that was very real. And I knew that I, I had that uncertainty. Uh, there's no way I can make it to heaven every week. I would um, see that. And uh, But um, she shared with me um, uh, Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, for by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not of yourself. It's a gift of God. And to me, that was a very eye-opening because all my life I thought that you had to earn salvation. And when I, I, I realized that, I said, oh, my goodness, are you serious? Can I just receive him? And he, and he will cleanse my life and he will give me eternal life. I just, it was, to me, the most extraordinary news I had ever heard. And I wanted to share with the world. Well, um, I, it was in a mission trip, right, two weeks after I received the Lord that we went and I shared, um, I learned how to share the, the four spiritual laws. And then uh, I had to share my testimony. And then they also uh, gave me a little uh, booklet with the, with the wordless book colors in a glove. And so while my friends were sharing with the adults, I said, OK, I'm going to take the little ones because they won't know if I mess up <laughs> so I can share with them. <laughs> and so to me, it was so much easier sharing with the children and to see them share, receiving and wanting to hear. And, and I could see my friends with the adults. They were like not having a good time <laughs> as much as I was. I said, this is great. So God um, uh, called me to be a missionary. I felt very strongly at that age. And uh, then uh, when I met AC, I met him. I became a Christian in, in April. And then two months later, I meet him. And I had uh, told the Lord, you know, I only want to... Um, do what you tell me. Bring the right person. I'm not going to date anybody that's not Christian. I want to um, only date the ones that you bring me. I mean, I want to marry a Christian. I want to do everything, you know, you call me to. And I meet him, and I see Jesus in him. And I see his character, Jesus' character in him, his patience, his joy, his uh, faith. He was a man of faith and of prayer, like his mom. And I was really... Um, thankful that we could have a, a, a relationship of be best friends for about five years. And then, um, um, you know, he asked me to marry him. And I said, yes, because like that, I mean, it was like, I mean, all the amount being recorded and <laughs> yes. <laughs> but then the next day I take him aside and I ask him, I tell him, okay, uh, I want you to be truthful to me and tell me if, uh, this is, um, you could be faithful to me and know for sure that I know there's a lot of temptation and some people fall into temptation. They can't resist temptation. And I understand if that's your case, do not marry me because I could not go through that. I was, I had a, a traumatic experience as a child and I did not want to do that as a married woman. And I told him, it'll be fine. We'll just, you know, be friends and we'll break it off. I'll give you back your ring. No problem. I mean, I just had it for one day. It's okay. <laughs> uh, but uh, he said, no, I will be faithful. So um, we, um, we we married and me knowing for sure that he would not be unfaithful to me. I was so, so thankful that I had that. Um, and I, I trusted him with everything. And we uh, had heard in the radio station about, um, met some um, 
heard a testimony of some children that were homeschooled and how their life was all Christ-centered. And I said, oh my goodness, I want to do this. And I told them before we got married that if God gave us children, then we want to do that. And uh, I mean, I wanted to do that. And he said he liked the idea. So thank the Lord that um, God uh, um, had a uh, special and um, time that AC met Mr. Fessenden at a um, convention, and so he invited him here, and we were able to come and and be um, part of the church. And so we, um, as I as as I had that call, I had a call to be missionary. I uh, I started taking a, a child evangelism fellowship courses, and I asked him if he could watch the kids while I took the class. I said sure. Mateo was only two, so he he watched them, and then um, I uh, I started going to do my Bible clubs, and so where whenever um, I would take my kid, I would tell my mom, Mom, can you go with me so you can be with my kids? I don't want to leave them there and go do my Bible club. This is a family ministry. I want them to be with me all the time. So my mom would go so she could chase Mateo around the, the apartment. <laughs> but anyways, we we kind of had it, uh, but but they would help me with little things with the with the song with the wordless book page each one with giving tracks candy and they and when we go to Mexico do the same thing uh, we would um, take opportunity to go minister to the where he lived in the mountains in Mexico and so with we had a different uh, ministry opportunities around when we went go we would try to find an opportunity and it was such a big blessing to me when we came to Norville because uh, we were going to this one apartment complex where we would do our Bible clubs. And then um, it was um, just one little apartment complex. Uh, I mean, it was like 10 patios. And some of you, most of, a lot of you have gone uh, Maxi Village. And so I would do a Bible club in one little area. And so I wanted to reach the whole complex. It was so big. I just, I knew I couldn't do it. I mean, it was too big. But when, when I came here and I invite y'all to go to, to do the, um, the, the Easter party, I mean, I had 35 volunteers that could not speak to the kids, but they were there <laughs> because in Spanish beginning. I was so blessed to have all your support, and oh my goodness, it was amazing. And another um, thing, whenever we had uh, uh, the second year, um, we we were doing um, uh, summer um, ministry here where we had, I don't know if you remember, Eris and, and Melanie, they were supposed to go to some apartments here and it closed down that you, you we couldn't go. They had said, no, you can't have a, a, the, the ministry here in the apartments. But my desire, my prayer, and this was a specific prayer answer from the Lord, because I, I, I would go to those apartments, I say, how can I reach all these people? It's so many, I can never reach them. Lord, please help me to reach them. And, and we went and we had in each one of those 10 courts Bible clubs and those children were being ministered and reached for the Lord. It was so beautiful how God put it together because that was not the plan. The plan we had, y'all had another plan, but the Lord had this plan. And so I see God's hand over and over again answering the deep answer to um, my prayer request. Um, 
Last year we did a um, like a prayer meeting uh, in my house for every Tuesday. We had a prayer meeting. I wanted to have it a whole year. We only had a six month, but it was a beautiful meeting that we had with prayer ladies. And then this year I said, Lord, can you give me, I want to di- disciple 12 ladies. Give me 12 ladies that I can disciple. And it was my, my, my desire in my heart. But, you know, like Jesus disciple 12 disciples. But, I mean, it was just silly I mean, what, the, what I had in my heart. And then we had the first um, meeting in our house and to, to start the discipleship with the John, John um, with um, Pastor Norwell saying about the, the, the book of John in, in 21 days. So, I mean, and so uh, I asked the Lord. And so we're praying. We had... Um, uh, praying for Mateo. It was 10 people in the house and it was Mateo and me. So it was 12 of us. I said, oh Lord, you answered my prayer. But I said, but Lord, I asked you for 12 people. I mean, it's not counting Mateo and I. <laughs> so we, I had it on, I had it on the, um, on the Facebook live, Facebook live. I don't know whatever it's called. And I had, there was two ladies there. So it was 12. I was laughing. I mean, the Lord is just amazing how he, he loves me. I see his love over and over again. And when Mateo was little, I, I, uh, he, I had an incident where he was um, very sick in an ambulance. And he felt that he was dying because he couldn't breathe. And his heart was going really high. And, uh, and then I closed my eyes. I was asking the Lord, please, Lord, save my son. And he, God gave me like a vision, like an image in him pray, preaching to a lot of people as a big person, as an adult. And so I knew that God was going to use him. And, and now I, we see that that, that is um, the, what God is doing. But anyway, so let me continue on my notes. <laughs> um, so... So as, as I, I, I asked him, you know, uh, about that, if he could be faithful to me, he said, yes. So, um, yeah, we got, already did that. <laughs> and then um, whenever, um, whenever it was uh, the ministry we were doing, it was basically I was doing the ministry, the kids and I, and uh, he said, yes, go, yes, do, yes. But he wasn't there. He was there was like a wall between him and I, and I didn't have his heart and God didn't have it either. It was just, uh, I would ask him, you know, there's something there that, um, I can't reach your heart. For some reason I feel there's a wall between you and me. What is it? And he wouldn't tell me what it was, but finally, um, one day somebody called me and told me what it was. And he was talking to somebody on, uh, on the phone uh, inappropriately. And to me, it was devastating. I, you know, tell me we we're going to go talk to the pastor because I'm leaving. I don't want him to know that I left and I abandoned my children and I left and my husband. And, and why did she leave? You know, I wanted the pastors to know what was going on. Our marriage had pretty much ended. That was the, the uh, agreement we had. If that would happen, ever happen, it, our marriage would end if he would ever be unfaithful. And so um, we came and the pastor said, don't leave, wait 30 days. And I said, I can't, I have to leave. I just, I feel I'm dying. I was in deep depression. And when I look at right now, I'm taking, because of the different um, ministry we're doing with children, I'm taking a counseling course. And I was going through some type of the grieving process, like if somebody had died, my marriage would have died. 
And so I had gone through the, you know, the shock, the just bargaining and rage. I was, uh, you know, depression. I was in, in depression for 30 days that I couldn't get out of bed. I couldn't eat. I was, I literally felt I was dying. It was so powerful that I had never been in depression that I just didn't understand. I mean, the pain was so bad that I felt if I le left, I could recover. And I couldn't take my kids with me because I felt, you know, where am I going to do? I can't take them with me. So when I left, I, I went to my cousin's house and my cousin, um, she, she, God had been preparing her. She was, she had taken some counseling, marriage counseling courses. She did uh, dedicated three days with me. She prayed and she Pastor, and praying, and meanwhile, you know, I told the pastor, I'm leaving. This is the third day. I'm leaving already. And uh, Joe Norville, the same thing. Um, he would be, um, they, during all those 30 days, they, were, they would take my calls, all kinds of hours. Joe, Joe Norville said, hold on, let me put Heather on the phone so we can all three talk. <laughs> and so it was hours they spent with us. And we really appreciate all the investment you did in our marriage because it, paid off. And Ms. Lawless, she would pray for us. I told her, I'm leaving. I said, I'm going to continue praying. And when we, I left, um, I was at my cousin's house. Um, I, she put on the phone a lady that prayed for me. She had she anointed me with oil. She asked God to heal me, heal my mind, that God would uh, be give me the peace that surpasses understanding, will keep my mind and my heart in Christ Jesus, my eyes, what I've seen, my ears, my mouth, my heart, my hand. She prayed for me in an empowerful way, but I know that it was a spiritual warfare that we had been going through. And like the book of Daniel, chapter 10, verse 12, where he's praying and, and he thinks that the Lord's not hearing and, and he's hearing, it's just the battles out there. And that's literally how it was. And then finally the angel gets to it. Well, God, God got to me and I was able to be free. I was able to rest and sleep after more than 30 days. I was resting in the Lord. The Lord took away that pain. Uh, I had forgiven him. I had, um, I told him I love him. You know, when I left the house, I, uh, the only person I told that I was leaving, I was Mateo. I told him, Mateo, I have to leave because I feel I'm dying. I need to leave so God can heal my heart. Uh, and he said, mom, go, go. It's okay. Go. God, God can heal you. And I'm going to pray that he will heal you. I told him it's, but I feel that I need to go by myself. You know, I'm leaving my keys, my, uh, my jewelry. I'm leaving my, my, my wallet, my, my, purse, everything, uh, but I, it's just going to be God and me. God has to deal with me, and he, and, and I know he wants to cleanse my life, and it's just going to be him and I, because in the process, I, I mean, Adolfo was the love of my life. He, I had put him like, like an idol to me. It was, he was up there with God, and God had to bring him down so God could be the only one true, the only God in my life. And I knew, I told Mateo, I know that when he brings us back together, you know, he, he's going to use us more, but he's going to cleanse your life, your sister's lives, your, my, 
uh, your dad's life, and he's going to bring it together. And he's, we're going to be able to be used by the Lord in a much powerful way. I felt that in my heart. And then he said, Mom, I also want God to cleanse my heart. And, and he said, I'm going to ask the people that I've heard, I'm going to ask them for forgiveness. And I'm going to, this music that's on my iPhone, it was Christian music, but he said, I know it's not pleasing to the Lord. There were certain ones that he knew, and he started raising them right there on the spot. And, uh, you know, the, he wrote me a letter, uh, and he wrote a, a verse where he said, you know, that we have, uh, we ha are overcomers in the Lord. We're overcomers. And so, um, he, um, wrote, wrote me a letter, gave me all his money. He said, mom, I'm going to be praying for you at home. Be strong, be strong for your sisters, you know? And he was crying. He said, mom, I'm going to be strong. Don't worry. You go and get healed. I know the Lord's going to bring you back and hopefully, um, in two months because, it was uh, uh, October the 24th, and he said, hopefully before Christmas you'll be back, because I told him that my parents were separated for two months. And so he thought, well, you know, that might be how long. I said, I don't know how long it's going to take. But thank the Lord, it was only three days. He brought me back. I came back, and I told AC, AC, do you want uh, this lady pray for me? And, um, you know, I feel God gave me peace. He kind of, you know, gave me the freedom that I needed because I felt I was being tormented in a way, you know, with all the um, things that had happened. And he said, yes, I want, I want somebody to pray for me. He said, I prayed and, and I asked the Lord, but I can't, uh, I can't do it. And so the same uh, prayers that you were, were praying for us worked for him. We, he, um, I prayed for him um, the same way I anointed him with oil, and the lady was on the phone. I had her also on the speakerphone. This was all new to us as far as the spiritual warfare. And um, God amazingly freed him as far as he said, I'm free after he finished praying. And his face changed. It was beautiful, God. Made his face pure, beautiful, like Mateo's face. It was like... God had done the work in his heart, and God had brought down the wall that separated us. And uh, shortly after that, we went on a, a, a getaway, just him and I. We had been kept praying and asking the Lord to restore our marriage. And, um, and then, um, you know, it was like the wall wasn't there. It was so beautiful. Just felt God's love in my husband. I had never felt that. It was beautiful. It's beautiful when, when you can experience that in, in your marriage, God's perfect love. And um, after that, you know, God started giving us different ministries and things that, let's say, you know, where People say, you know, wh why are you doing all these things that, you know, is the Lord giving us ministries? He had prepared us. And we go talk to married couples, many married couples that are having issues. And say, can you want to go with me, talk to the brother and not talk to the lady and say, yeah, to the sister. Or if people that are not Christians say, we go out and we talk to them. But he's given us all kinds of ministries, but he's the Lord sending unto us. It's nothing that we can say um, that we're the ones giving. It's like the little boy, like I heard something recently, the little boy that takes his, his um, five 
uh, loaves and two fish, you know, and he's got them there. And the, and the disciples ask, you know, who's got food? And the little boy says, I, I have, this is all I have. And, um, and he gives the, the food, the, to the disciples, and, and he, he couldn't go back home and say, hey, mom, look, I fed 5,000 people. <laughs> he couldn't, it was the Lord using that. And the same thing God does with us. It's nothing that we're doing. It's the Lord gets all the glory. I mean, the ministry and the as far as the, the mission that God gave me as a young lady to be a missionary, we have it. And now it's our family. I see my girl serving the Lord, my son, us together as a family. AC um, goes now whenever we have Bible class, he talks to the adults and the teens. And, and he, uh, you know, talk, goes. he went to a mission trip with Mateo for the first time at the mountains. And so different things that, um, that he wasn't able to do before. But God had to cleanse us. It's like the, the gold has to go through fire to be used. And that's God had us go through fire. Our families suffer a lot. And, and those things that I went through as far as the green process, you know, sometimes something like, you know, there's like a, a word that is said or something comes back and I, I get upset again. Or, you know, I ask the Lord, please help me because this sometimes keeps coming back. And I've heard my children in, in many ways because of my attitude, just and my hurt. I haven't been able to get it all, all out. And I just ask the Lord to continue healing my heart. And he's going through doing that through, through so many ways. But um, I know that, that we're in a process. We're not there yet. But we uh, continue to ask the Lord to continue using us and to continue um, molding us and, and preparing us because there's a lot of work out there. And um, after our first um, anniversary, the first anniversary we had, we um, went to the, um, uh, we had the pastor and the couples that, that prayed for us to come to our home. And, and we had a celebration of our anniversary that I didn't think it was going to ever be another wedding anniversary. And the Lord um, just did something beautiful in that, in, that, in that little meeting that we had. The pastor was saying, you know, that how he, he was able to see uh, a miracle of, of a marriage that was dead. God brought it to live again, and it was the Lord's power. We have a, we serve a powerful God. Another thing that helped me a lot was um, uh, Miss Linda Hovig when she, you know, I told her, you know, I asked the Lord to, to give me, before I married him, I fasted, I prayed, I said, before I said yes, I said, Lord, please tell me if this is the guy for me, if you want me to marry him, because I know he, he, does, he doesn't want to be missionary like my heart was. Uh, but I, I asked him, tell me if this is the guy for me that you want me to marry. And he's, I felt peace about marrying him. Um, and I told Miss um, Javier, I told her, you know, I, I asked God and he didn't tell me. So I'm, I'm upset at God because he, he should have warned me that I shouldn't have married him. And I wouldn't have married him if he would have told me. But she told me, you know, but God chose you to be the one person to help him during this process. He said, would you leave your husband if he had cancer? I said, no. I go, what would you do? Well, I would help him through his problem, through his sickness, through his treatments and everything. He said, well, it's the same thing. You know, it's 
sin. He's got a problem of sin, and you have to help him through this process. And so to me, it was very powerful. Um, you know, just the body of Christ holding us and keeping us and and helping us to go through this process. But um, we definitely, like I said, um, know that God's put y'all in a and all the 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 way that that uh, um, how God's put you in our in our life to not only to help us through our marriage but to also mold and to prepare our children for ministry. How um, Mr. Mr. Bogner helped uh, Mateo with the um, with the, um, the ministry, the Mighty Men of Valor, and just taking him and and Melanie telling me, you know, I see Mateo being a leader, a spiritual leader that God can use, and and different people just how the, all the ministries together in this church have helped our. our family be equipped and um to me um it's like I want to tell the whole world how there is hope in Jesus and I I I wish you know so so much to reach the the lost and and now with the ministry that that God's given Mateo um it just echo just how you know it's echo is just how you know sharing God's word and training them and those people going out and continue sharing God's word with others. And that's actually happening in different parts of the world where, where the word is being echoed, the God's love is being echoed. And now they're asking um, Echo to do like a ministry online that we've been doing a little bit of that. And, um, you know, sometimes every week, but, um, but now somebody uh, was seeing the videos of an organization that that's reaching thousands of children, and they see that we are that echo. We could be in that ministry as far as live online, and, and be able to reach thousands of people. They're asking, so so I ask you your prayers for that. And uh, yes. and uh, Mateo's gonna, I mean, Ace is gonna close us. Well, we. We, uh, we just thank the Lord for the, for the prayers of the saints of this church. Uh, I mean, Brother Bob Norville was instrumental in my life. Uh, Joe Norville. Uh, just prayer coming from the church body as a whole. None of this is possible. And, and you know, we, we know that. We, we know that, that, yeah, like, like gold may maybe burnt several times to, to be pured and, and, and we have suffered a great deal. Um, and, and we're not done yet, but, uh, we covet y'all's prayers and, uh, we'll continue to, to do God's will. And our prayer is that, uh, that we do God's will always that he would be glorified in, in everything that we do, uh, in our home and away from our home. And, uh, so we do covet y'all's prayers for my family. Uh, my son, today, I, I, he was preaching at the Chinese church. His little sister or his big sister was with him. My, his other sister is out doing ministry. Just, just we, we are blessed. We are blessed that, that we, in the church body that, that believes in ministry, that, that believes in the power of prayer, and, uh, and we have prayer warriors here. That uh, so we covet those prayers that uh, that that no one would fall and that the ministry would continue that God would be glorified always in everything that we do and 
And we are grateful for, for the opportunity to share as much as it, it hurts. And, and we want you to know that, that we love y'all and, and, and we feel y'all's love. And for that, we are grateful. And uh, we thank you. And thank you, Pastor. Thank you.